What's up? What's up, everybody? Welcome to another <laughs> live uh, Ecom 101 podcast. We're buying and selling, living an Ecom life 24-7. We talk whoop, about whoop. it all, <laughs> including, I'll throw this in now, Robin, including finances and coffee. Of course, we talk about that here. We talk about it all. Exactly. One, I'm Joey, your incorrigible host, along with me, my wonderful co-host, Robin. Classes and <laughs> Glad you could join us for this fun, fun, fun episode. A little break from what's been going on lately. A little break from what's been on the boards. If you guys are busy reading and watching everything, like I know you all do, you've been reading and watching all the stuff on PayPal payments and tax fees and everything else to your heart's chagrin. <laughs> We're not going to talk about that here. It's been talked about ad nauseum. We're nope. talking about <laughs> coffee. We're going to talk about money. We're going to talk about the future of e-com. We're going to talk woof, about stuff here today. We just have a brand all time in our chat. So join us. Make sure you uh, subscribe if you're new. Hit the notification bell. We got some videos dropping later on in the week that are not live videos. They're pre-recorded with some special guests. So you don't want to miss those. So make sure you hit the notification bell. In our description below, we'll put down our links. Um, I don't think they're there right now, but you should know them by now. Uh, Instagram pages are there. Our website is there. And our brand new Facebook group, Ecom 101 on Facebook, is there as well. we got almost 400 members so far in the last like two weeks. Come join us. It's fun. We talk about the same stuff there. We take the show from here to there. Have a lot of fun. We've got some real cool stuff coming up soon in that uh, as we kind of get our feet wet. It's fourth quarter. Things are going to move a little slower. We're not going to throw a lot at you right now. But come the first year. <laughs> The new semester starts, and we're going to get busted. Uh, yeah. So let's start with that. So, Robin. Yes, yes. What's new? Um. Well, nothing really. <laughs> just listing. I've just been listing and doing more inventory. Um. Yeah, I got to say, my Q4 is a little slow. Uh, it was picking up, and then it kind of took a dip. So I'm taking this time to, like, look at my listings and you know dropping prices and trying to get the old stuff out um and making stale listings more vibrant uh -huh. um yeah that's about it and really just kind of going through the stuff that we have in the garage that his you know we call it the money piles and now kind of doing um something that you and i talked about which is going through and actually doing the comps before you start taking photos because you know how things change oh, so yeah. So I've actually been creating piles in the garage that I thought of things that would be pretty good, have kind of tanked, and now I'm just like, they got to go. So those will probably go into reseller boxes, you know. It happens, right? Yeah, it's part of, of business. Course. Definitely. We'll have to have a show about reseller boxes because this, this fascinates me. Oh, yeah. Yeah, especially you because you just did a huge thing not too long ago, a couple months ago, where you did wholesale lot. So that would be something that you might want to yeah. check into. A wholesale yeah, we'll do. taking up my whole garage. That's what they call it, a wholesale. <laughs> Jeez. 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 <laughs> but hey, I'm really proud of you guys. You guys jumped out there, man. Sometimes you got to go to the edge just a little bit and test it. And, and you know, Joey, like when you move to Tennessee, you and Patina, this might actually be something that you could do because I don't know how close your towns are. And... The weathers, you you have four seasons there, so maybe this is something that, you know, you have a bigger space and you could do 
you know, I don't know. Hire I don't know. It's just. What about you? What's going on with you? All I gotta do is hire a worker at that point. Yeah, I think which I think you could totally do in Tennessee because cost of living is way different than California. Oh. Yes, right. <laughs> no, what's going on with me? Let's see here. Nothing much. Just trying to sell, trying to list. I, I honestly haven't listed in a while. Um, I got things in my draft that I haven't gotten to. I've just been real busy. I've been coaching a bunch of people. Ooh. I, and actually, I'll, I'll, I'll mention it. Now. I won't say her store name, but I'll, I'll mention I have a client that I'm working with um, to, you know, working on getting to be debt free and her debt free journey. As part of that, and because of me, we started uh, getting her down on a reselling path. And she just sold her first item on Poshmark the Monday. Yay! Oh, that's exciting. She's so, so excited. I, I watch her store. And we, my wife and I, we uh, we share her items, so it gets her a little more um, out there in Poshmark. And yeah. So Bettina goes on. She goes, oh, my God, she sold something. And I was like, what do you mean? She didn't, she didn't text me. What's going on? Why did she text me? <laughs> well, I called her out on it. She goes, oh, so I guess what? I sold something on Poshmark. I was like, I, I saw your store. I didn't know what. Well, I wanted to wait to tell you in person. That's okay. Good. Oh, cute. So Joey, I love it. Ready to go. So that was really exciting for her because you can see how much that, that little bit is making a little difference and how it kind of gets your juices flowing to list more. And, and, and all Yeah. So, so can I ask like what her financial journey is? Is she trying to pay down something or is yeah. she just trying to save or? It's, it's, oh. it's, it's pretty much a start over, um, save, save for, um, get out of debt and then save and, and take care of her little ones. And yeah, so it, it's just trying to add some things into her life that she could do. And this was one of them. And she was always interested in Pasha because she watched our show too. She was like, I got to do this. And nice. uh, she started doing it with helping her with titles and, and working with her. And that. Oh, good time. job. Good yeah, job. Real excited. So she, she went back to her closet. I got more stuff to list now. Ooh, so, see, perfect. she's got the bug, Joey. Yeah, she's so got the bug. Happy. So I'll share that with everybody. Oh, I love hearing those kind of stories. Oh, yeah, definitely share more of your your uh, yeah. your coaching client. Well, not their names and stuff, but like their yeah, yeah, yeah. journeies and like what what they're doing to to get there. Because yeah, that's always that's yeah, kind of motivating. Exactly. Yeah, because I'm I'm all about the hashtag I I started using. It's a debt free reseller. So yes. Oh my gosh, I used that, Joey. I used it because yes, I was I saw that. my truck totally got paid off. I was so excited. I was so excited. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So, you were kind of the first one who knew, you and Fatina, because uh, yeah. it's just the way it goes. Because I'm, you know, I'm all, we're always talking, texting, and talking. I mean, in between his side gigs and, you know, financial coaching, I'm like, hey. And then, yeah. yeah. Always on so the I had to tell him. Always on the text. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. So, definitely reseller for people out there. Use it. Um, mm -hmm. There's two real reasons why I, I, I went with that. If you're a reseller who's debt free and, and operates their business debt free, you're a debt-free reseller. If you are using reselling to become debt-free, you're, you're, you're using that, so you're debt-free reselling as well. So those are the, kind of like the two worlds that I'm working with right now, people who are already debt-free as business owners in the reselling community and those who want to use reselling as a means to get debt-free. So uh, I'm working on some stuff for the group, working on some stuff for everybody to kind of bring that into uh, a, a wider audience soon. And look forward in, for, you know, look forward to the beginning of the year. I'll, I'll drop some more deets on that. Nice. As, as yeah, deep, you said deep. deep. <laughs> deep. I'm trying to be hip and cool. It's just YouTube, right? I'm mean, trying to be hips. Uh, yeah, so that's all. Oh, man, it's, it's been crazy, and the clients are loving it. And, you know, just it gives them something else to do 
to make money right. on your own, you know, the reselling is, is a great facet for it's one, it's a clear out, especially if people who are uh, starting over, you know, somebody might be through a divorce and they don't know what to do with half the stuff in their closet. So I had one client, she, she's like, I got my old engagement ring here for my ex-husband who's now remarried. What do I do with it? I'm going to sell it. That. I, it's, it's, you know, it's one of those things that's kind of tainted. You're not going to give it to your, anybody else to use. So sell it. But that's right. part of that emotional attachment. But that's what happens when we get emotionally attached to the items that we don't want to sell ourselves, which is our, in our profit piles and everything else. We get so right. attached to those things that it's hard to, uh, to let go sometimes. But you just got to do what Elsa does, right? Let it go. Well, talking about that, uh, on the let it go, that's also the same kind of mantra we have with our reselling crew, right? Like, and I'm sure all the people in Jane, Alexis, Red Willow Farms, that's awesome that you're here. I, you weren't late, really. No. Um, is that the emotional draw to most of our things, like, you know, um, our death, you know, I would say death piles. I should say money piles, money piles. Is that when we get these um, lowball offers, like not don't take a personal offense to it, just get back in there and throw another number out there. But also, you really got to look at, are you in the business of storage? Because that's how I have to like sometimes get myself out of the greed mode. Like, that's worth $65 and I should get 65 And I'm thinking... I've had it for 90 days and I really want to get rid of it. And he's only offering 55, like, or 50 bucks. Just take it, get it out. And, and actually when I start thinking like that, it really does help me like get rid of my stuff. So, right. You I'm to, just saying. You have to think about it in terms of your business, right? So right. Your, your house, let's say you have a mortgage payment or a house payment of a thousand dollars a month and you right. have a thousand square foot house. So you're paying about a dollar a square foot. If that item right. is, up a, a square foot in your home, it's costing you a dollar a month to store that item. So if right, you right. keep that item for 12 months, it's cost you $12 to store that item. That $65 item is now depreciated down to $54 because of the storage cost on it. So if somebody offers you 45 or 50, take it because yes. the longer and you store it, the more it's going to cost Joey you. Dropping the mic. That was good information, Joey, because it's true. Our stuff depreciates. When I hear these people talk about keeping stuff on for two years, I'm just like, what? Yeah, it's because not worth the same way. Nope. Nope. You might have an uptick it's, in the market somewhere where, like, if you have, a, let's say you have a sports card on, and let's just say Willie Mays, right? And within the next two years, he passes away. There may be an uptick there during that right. time where there's more. Uh, uh, what's the word? I don't know. Are you talking about more value to the to the more item? Value because more people want it, right? Right. Oh, supply, oh, it's like demand, uh, demand. supply and demand, yeah. right? There's more demand for it at that point, but that that wanes pretty quickly again. So you keeping it on for two years at some point because someone something may happen in the marketplace or in pop culture where your item may be worth an uptick more. Don't worry about it. You missed the boat on it. You missed the boat on it. I mean, I'd rather get right. something quickly and get it out. Uh, what's what's the the theme now on the shipping on eBay podcast? Right, get it out the door fast. Mm -hmm. So yeah. Well, and I mean, I'm all about making money. And if yeah. my stuff is, if you have it for two years, you're depreciating your value on your item, and then you have to actually subtract that from your cost. Like, so if an item costs you a dollar fifty. 
right? I'm just saying $1.50, but it's worth $65. It depreciates. By the time you're done and all the fees that you've paid monthly on this thing, and, and then we won't even talk about if you have storage or not because some of us resellers have storage units. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm, I'm all about – I know that people get upset uh, about like why I, – you know – Listen, I sell vintage. I'm known for my vintage, but my vintage does not stay in my shop for two years. I'm sorry. It just doesn't. And a person that I really, really try to emulate, and you guys should follow her on Instagram, is Loretta at Thrift Love Sell. She's an amazing reseller. Her and her husband, Rob, I got to meet them at, uh, at eBay Open, and they're just amazing. He quit his job. And now he's full-time reseller. And I'm telling you what, these people are turning and burning their stuff. And she's known for her hard goods. Mm-hmm. Um, she doesn't really do a lot of clothing. She lives up in Canada. Um, I try to emulate their their business model because that's the way I want to live it. If I have twenty, you know, twenty thousand items in my store, my sell-through rate, I want it to be really good. And hers is amaze balls. Um, so you know, again, I'm only at seven sixty. So like, I'm one of the smaller ones. Hey. Um, and I'm just saying like, it's, it's, for me, it's all about trying to get the item out for me. And I'm not talking about other people. I'm just talking about me. So that's just my, my thinking because I don't have storage units. Right. And there was a, we have, we have a guest coming up on it when we're going to drop Maria, Maria, she had mentioned, uh, we talk about fashion in a little preview of the, uh, of our interview about fashion and how fashion changes so much. That right. if you put something up that's po- that was popular, but even though it's a name brand, it may sit for a while because the trend is different, the style is different, the colors are not, not in season anymore. So you may right. think like I got this like brand new with tags, five hundred dollar, you know, brand name thing, but because it doesn't, you know, it doesn't fit with the uh, the newest trend or the colors, you may sit in your store for a while and you may end up selling it for really a lot less than what you thought, just because it's sitting there. Right, right. And again, you know, again, on this show, we don't make anybody wrong because business models work. You know, I'm just talking about my experience. I'm known for my vintage. It doesn't sit for a really long time. Um, I also do reseller boxes, which some people do, some people don't. It's just, you know, I'm more, I really do want to get into more vintage hard goods because for me, that seems to be where my stuff seems to go fairly quickly. Um, clothing is kind of changed. I don't want the refunds or the returns, um, but I do have a, I do have a, a, I do have an affinity for some really fun vintage stuff. But anyway, there's so many different business models. Like I, I'm not trying to make anybody wrong. I'm just saying that what works for me. So no, of yeah, course. of course, because there's people who make money just you know doing retail arbitrage. There's people that make money. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Um, Dumpster flips, the dumpster dives. There's people that make money. So there's I want to so try that. I want to try that. But there's so many different models out there to make money. You just right, have to, right. But again, we we talk about it all the time. It's it's knowing your seller independence number, right? It's knowing yes. your your sin. It's knowing what works for you. I don't mm-hmm. sell a lot of stuff. Like I don't list a lot of stuff. I don't sell a lot of stuff. eBay and, and right. com is not my number one. It's my number. No, it, you know, it could be if I want it to be, it's not in full disclosure. So therefore, it doesn't make sense for me to have a storage unit full of e-com stuff that I can't sell right. because I'm not, I don't have the capacity. It's knowing your capacity for things. So if you have the capacity right. to list and flip and sell all day and storage units or storage uh, facilities to keep your stuff or whatever makes sense, 
and it's part of your business plan that's built into it, by all means, right. go for it, man. Go for it. Go for it and build it in. But for someone like me, it doesn't make sense for me and my like 30 items to go get a storage unit and spend the money on it just to get out of my right. house because I'll never, I'll never get to it. You know what I'm saying? So right, that, right, right. As long as you build it into your business model and you build it into your business plan and your finances and your and your and your profit margins and everything else, there's a place for everything. Absolutely. I mean, that's what yeah. makes e-com so cool. I mean, yeah. what's that guy that was doing donuts? Like the donuts, uh, the Krispy Kremes were in one state and he would drive and get like hundreds of orders and bring it back over the state line. And then he got in trouble from Krispy Kreme, but now he's working with Krispy Kreme. So they actually have a delivery truck that's actually going to wow. deliver these things to him so he can deliver it to people in his state that doesn't have a Krispy Kreme. I think it's just, it, 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 there's so many different business models that work for each person. That's why it's so important to know, like Joey says, your sin. Yeah. I just love saying that. Know your sin. <laughs> that's all that's all that matters. Like when I when I'm working with people, it's right. no two people are alike. Nope. And no two businesses are alike. No two eBay businesses are alike. No two nope. businesses are like no two are like there's basics that go with everything. You know, there's basics of life. Sure. Everybody should brush their teeth. Everybody should wash their hands, you know, all that kind of stuff, right? But how many times a day and you know what I'm saying it's a bad example but <laughs> you know are you saying you only brush your teeth no, once no, no. no I'm just kidding curly <laughs> whites here yeah no, but you know what I'm saying so if I'm working with a client like I'm working with this the lady like I mentioned earlier who's selling on Poshmark right. she's has, she has a full-time job she's doing three other part-time jobs on the side to get out of to get out of debt and Poshmark is, is like the third or fourth so she has a capacity for maybe doing one listing a week, reworking a listing here and there. And if she sold more than one or two, I think she'd be stressed out. But it would allow her to sort of maybe drop one of the other things. But we talked about right. um, the time it takes to do certain aspects, like especially in California or whatever your situation is, if you're, if you're trying hard to get extra income to get out of debt and move along, you have to be constantly busy, constantly making money. There's no downtime, right? So if I'm right. here and I'm like, well, I need five hours to work on my next project. Well, that's five hours I'm not getting paid. That's five hours I have to make up somewhere else money-wise unless I'm you know, charging a lot more on this end or working later hours on this day to sort of make up for that. Right. Well, and you brought up a good point. So again, I'm talking from a California. Our taxes is redonkulous, and our storage units, like, so I have a storage unit just for personal things up in Nevada. It's it's 200 bucks, but it's you can fit an RV in it. You do that down here, and Joey, you know what I'm talking about. We're paying 1,400 bucks for something like that here in Cali, and. Sacramento is turning well you live in the Bay Area I, Sacramento is turning into the Bay Area so I have to literally turn and burn my stuff fairly quickly so that uh, you know it's just that's just what I, that's my business model and besides eventually I'm going to yeah. go into wholesale so that's that's where I'm going and then vintage will just be a side a side passion for me because I do love it I do love it nice. but it's not for me it's too much work for the time i mean i'm you know everybody will tell you that does one-offs it's a lot of work and it's a right. lot of hours in the week and i'm just not willing to do that because uh for me for me it i my life needs to be fulfilled with this type of stuff you know the entertainment the fun my other passions you know from scrapbooking tiki to my family um 
I just capacity. don't want to put it. Yeah. yeah. It's capacity. What is your capacity to handle things? Right. Like some people, I talked about this on, um, I'll, I'll drop it here, uh, eBay for Business podcast, the last one I was on. I talked, right. maybe it was, it was, I talked about capacity for people, right? So there's a certain point where I was working with a client who could make X amount per year. They wanted to go full time, but they didn't have the bandwidth and time in order to make that jump. Right. 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 So they needed to hire somebody. So right. by them hiring them somebody, they were able to make that jump. But we had to put the provisions in place for the drop in income because let's say thirty thousand dollars a year is her thing and right. that's a thousand sales, let's just say off the top of our head, right? That's all right. she can do. All she can do in list is that that amount. But she wants to make sixty. And she can make sixty having a um, a worker with her, but she's got to pay that worker. Right. So initially, she's got to pay that worker while still making thirty thousand, because she won't reap the benefits of that worker for the next month or two after she, the worker starts putting their time in. So you have right. to build in provisions of, you know, back pay for the worker and living off the lower budget for a while, so you can used to it, and then start ramping up again. There's always a little dip before you start a pickup. You're not going to hire somebody and all of a sudden just ramp up. It's going to be slight, a slight dip. So building that in is her right. capacity. That allowed her then to expand her business and expand her capacity because she was able to get more done um, and make more money having somebody there because she knew her limit. Right, but right. Burnout is going to drop you down even though you could put more hours in, but you're going to end up making less money because you're going to get burnout. Well, sure. Yeah. I mean, look, I mean, with the, the eBay glitches alone, I think there was like a lot of burnout because we all had to put in more extra hours either to list or to figure out the glitch situation. Um, the G -word. Yeah. The burn. I know, right? <laughs> oh yeah. 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 So, anyway, all right. Let's. Wait, I got some good news, though. Wait, where's my list? So I got some good news. Something was 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 introduced by eBay Business. And I'm super excited because I've sorry, actually. I had to lower my I know. I've, yeah, I've actually. <laughs> sorry. Oh, everybody, turn their volume down. <laughs> is the uh, is the fact that I've met her and she's just an amazing human being, and she helped me get through a situation, and she represents women uh, so perfectly. Uh, so I want to tell you guys, Marnie Levine just got promoted to VP of seller engagement. And so like you couldn't ask for a more perfect person to do that. Um, if you've never met her, she's this strawberry blonde, fiery, uh, fun sized woman who is just she just loves her job and she does it really well. And so I'm really excited. So Marnie, congratulations. Um, I just think the team is probably really well-rounded now at this point. So that's all I wanted to share. <laughs> nice. Yeah, perfect. That's, that's exciting. It's exciting new changes. Yeah, I mean, we've had a few, right? Like there's, uh, there's, uh, wait, what's the team consist of? Like there's, there's the, who, I, blah, my mind just went blank. Oh, I got Marty on the brain. There's the, who's the new guy, the. The man that came into our place for Harry. Uh, the, yes, I, I, Harry. <laughs> VP of seller experience, mm -hmm. and then you got Jordan Sweetman's now the new VP of like regional North America, whatever. whatever Dude, I love him. I I know him. I met him at eBay twenty. He's a maze balls. Nice. 
I yeah, so I think they've got a great team. All these people. I've met Brian Burke this about, and Griff. So. <laughs> <laughs> of my, my eBay knowledge. I think Harry was there the night we met. We, we met him too that night at the uh, meetup. Yes, yes. Yeah. So I think it's a. It's I think it's uh you know the. I think it's just a well-rounded team. I mean, yeah. Marnie's is amazing balls, and so is Jordan. Jordan is a really nice guy, and Harry. Harry seems to be jumping in with both feet. So you know, I think it's going to be a good deal. So yeah. So that's right. all I wanted to do. All right. Do you want to so like? Uh, what, what, yes. are you, what are you drinking? Oh yes, we forgot our coffee. Okay. Well, I had two, so I had, I had the Starbucks, which I finished while we were trying to wrap this up, um, and now I've started my new coffee, which is from Reno. It's that one. I think it's called Retro. Oh, I can't remember the name of it totally, but um, I brewed it this morning. And I decided to try it as a cold, or you know, like try to do mm -hmm. it cold. Um, I gotta say, I kind of like it better cold than I do hot because I I had it hot this morning. Okay. But I added a little bit of uh, real vanilla, um, fat-free half and half, and I do the stevia from it's the monk monk fruit in it, mm -hmm. and oh my gosh, it's it's delish. I love it. Nice. Mm -hmm. Nice. Yeah, I it's like good. Now about you. I went with the uh, Black Rifle Fit Fuel today. Doesn't mean Ooh. this has nothing to do with fitness, but a Fit Fuel it's called. And okay. A little bit of whole milk. I ran out of creamer, so a little bit of whole milk. And then I got these um, things from Target. They're um, peppermint white chocolate little like candies to put oh. on. Oh. So I put it on the bottom of the cup and poured the hot coffee over, let it melt in a little bit, kind of give a homemade peppermint-y taste. Look at you! Very good. <laughs> and I got my cup here with my rubber band on it. So this way, when my wife and I have the same cup, I know who's mine. Oh, <laughs> so, good idea. I was like, um, is that to remind you? Like, you know, the, no. put the rubber band on your wrist and yeah. you snap it to, like, change a no, bad always, habit? or you always grab the wrong on cup and it's like she has a little different coffee than I do or something so I always put the uh, oh gotcha the fridge you go grab it in the fridge it's you know who's is who's so, nice nice yeah, well good there. so cheers cheers to this and cheers to me for being <laughs> car debt free yay yes and to everybody else Jane you too good job Sweet I love it. that that you bought your house with ecom in mind like that's that's awesome yeah that's awesome so I want to move on real quick, Robin. Um, yes. Today, Knox. Yesterday, actually, was episode 65. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Featuring our very own Robin. Talking yes, about shipping yes. and getting out the door and shipping tips and techniques. Hope you guys all listened. It was a very, very informative episode. Yeah, it was fun to do that. I, I love Griff. So yeah. it's always like talking to an old friend over coffee, which I kind of mm -hmm. like. And I really do love the podcast aspect of it. So yeah, it was yeah. really fun. So I actually filmed with him or recorded with him this morning for one in two weeks. Oh, yeah. Uh, you guys know when it comes on. It's the same thing about shipping and stuff. But it's funny because before we start recording, I don't know if you have the same experience. He starts talking to you and asking you these questions. And right. then he wants to make sure that, like, you got the questions ahead of time to kind of review. And half the time, mm -hmm. he doesn't answer, he asks you the questions that are on there. It's something completely different. <laughs> and we start talking about something. He goes, ooh, ooh, yeah. Yeah, say that. Say that. Exactly, exactly the same way. Okay. So He's then we so go, funny. And he starts stuttering a little bit. He goes, if we start stuttering or you have to say anything over again, just pause and start the sentence over again. I'm like, okay, no problem. And it's like, hey, everybody, this is great. Hey, everybody. This is 
Hey, hey everybody, this is great. I'll try that. Hey, everybody. But he's the one messing up all the time. Right. <laughs> yeah, it puts you right at ease, though. So if they, ever have any, <clears throat> if they ever reach out to you guys anywhere in the chat here, if they ever reach out to you to be on or to give your opinion or call in the show, do it. It's so much fun. They put you right at ease. And, yeah, it's just it's a fun experience to do. So, uh, yeah, we'll that whole team is out. really good. Yeah, they're fun. Yeah. Well, congratulations, Joey. That's going to be fun. I can't wait to hear. Yeah, that's And I know sure. – uh, I think there. I think we have a couple from our meetup group that are doing something for Veterans Day on the Sweet. podcast, so that's going to be kind of exciting. Sweet, so we'll have to like once we know, um, once I get back, you know, once Nancy gets like figures out who's going to be talking, we'll mm -hmm. we'll do a little media blast. So yay! Yay! All right, so we got back into our meat meat of meat uh, meat and potatoes part of the show here, I guess. I yeah, yeah. Show you, Robin. We're going to talk Ooh, about the com, which is what the title is. So it's, it's we are okay. going to talk about that shortly. But I have two things for you. Okay. One, one arrived in the mail today. Ooh. One I got yesterday at Target. Okay. So, okay. So, this is from Target. Oh, I can't believe that's out already, Joey. And this? Is, how big is it? Is like super big. Eighty-eight pages. Ooh, double-sided. Nice. Very cool. So I recommend, what I did was, I have a niece who's six and one who's four. Oh, And we saw them so yesterday, cute. and I gave them each a Target book and a, and a marker. And I said, circle things you like, circle things your friends like, circle things right? the kids school are talking about. And they went through oh, how fun. stuff for me so that I know what's popular and what to avoid if that's I'm clever uncle joey <laughs> so i recommend doing that i will give a tip and robin you could probably attest to this because if you've been in target anytime in the last four and a half months frozen two stuff apparently is popular <laughs> this year i did not know that well it's I coming back know. out there's a, a two coming out frozen two was popular unless you went into target and it stared you in the face at their huge display right by the front door. <laughs> and of course, my niece circled everything frozen too. Oh, oh no. Is this the little one or is this the big one or the bigger one? The six year old one. The six year old. That's about, that's about right on age wise. No, you know, it's funny. She circled everything frozen too, but before she got to frozen two, she's flipping through the book and I'll show you. Six yeah. Oh, also, apparently, Toy Story 4 is very popular among the boys because Toy yes. Story 4 was very popular Halloween costume this year in the elementary schools. So there's a tip for you. So oh, look. Hey, look, 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 Joey. We've got Ryan Glifford. Is it Glifford or Gifford? And he's a male guy. And he says all the kids get super excited when he drops those off. Yeah. So, so real quick, she's, Toy Story 4, she's circling Toy Story 4. And then she goes to the next page and she goes, Ooh, guns! Oh my! Oh, oh! It's it's um. Uh, what do you oh, call them? Nerf, nerf, yeah. nerf. So she literally you know that... two pages of nerf guns. Oh, that's rad! Oh, I like her nerf. already. I said are these are for, for the kids in school. No, these are for me. That's awesome. Hey, you know what, what that reminds me of? That reminds me of College Picker, and that guy loves Nerf ball. I mean, Nerf, uh, Nerf guns, and he always so seems to find him. So again, I, I suggest if you have a kid around, not your own kid, because they'll give, they'll circle everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or in your yeah. family, somebody you go up to, or just you know, 
walking down the street with a target thing, go up to a random kid and go, here, kid, fill this out. I mean, you won't get arrested or anything, probably not. We're called a creep. But yeah, so if you know somebody in your family or anybody else, fill them, have them fill that out and tell you things that are popular if you're out of touch. The other thing I wanted to mention, Robin, that again, Ryan alluded to it today in the mail. Yeah. Amazon. Oh, I didn't read that part. Oh, there. I didn't know Amazon had a catalog. Amazon's catalog. How, how come I'm not getting? I should have to check my mail. Ryan, be my mail guy. <laughs> oh, they included stickers in theirs. Oh man! See, I'm such a kid, man. Yeah. But this has got like. Hey, you know what'd be interesting though, Joey? Hey, you guys out in the in the chat, go later on. Go into Ecom 101 group the Facebook group and tell me like if anybody has teenagers because I would love to hear what's going on on that side too like well she avoided all the older to toys in there for sure she right specific but yeah hey, but sometimes you know that's good though I I like to know the the young stuff I yeah mean, I might collect it myself I'm just saying <laughs> I, gotta, I gotta buy it for them so I, I kind of want to make sure I'm getting some good stuff here yeah yeah I'm not, I'm not buying fingerlings this year as opposed to three years ago yeah. yeah, so, well, so, I mean, yeah. Did you buy Fingerlings? Is that what you said? Oh, three years ago when they were hot, hot, hot. Sure, I bought them and sold them, but I'm not buying them again this year because nobody wants them. No. Apparently, yeah. LOL stuff, too. Apparently, that's the other thing, those LOL dolls. Yeah. Uh, two years ago, they were really hot. You get the big old circular bulb thing for like 100 bucks, little toys inside. And yes. My, my sister-in-law's like, yeah, nobody's playing with those anymore. Isn't that funny? Range or anything else, so. I know. I wonder if, like, you're... you're uh... Is it your sister-in-law? The market said? with it. Yeah. Yeah, I wonder if you like what what they're selling for, like on eBay now. Like it's so funny, like the hot toy that was, and I wonder like what it's going for now on eBay. Like yeah. you know, the kids I'm, get rid I'm, of and about that too. That's a good point. Is are these trends geographical? Like are we oh. big, big coastal? We get all the stuff first. Now Midwest is sort of like catching up to. LOL. Right. Or does it really matter anymore because of internet TV and the speed of information technology and the speed of delivery that it doesn't matter if something's hot in California, it could be hot in Minnesota at the same time? I would I would think the latter. Like I would think that it it's probably across the board just because it seems like social media. I mean, I just think that, you know what I mean? Like I, I don't, but it's a good point though. Something to, yeah. like I wonder if like one toy is hotter and another you know, location, then, I mean, I don't know. Yeah. No, I'm going to bring up Alexis' uh, question here. I'm going to pop it up on the screen because it, it assumes that I have a plan for something. And usually I don't. But <laughs> what's your plan, Joey? Retail arbitrage target to eBay. Um, I've done Ooh. that in the past on clearance items for sure. I know Target's been limiting resellers, at least in my area, um, or sellers in general. Or if they think you're a seller. They're limiting the amount you could purchase on certain items, um, so you can't really. Go, you can't go in and like take everything out. I think there was last year, there was or in the summertime might have been there was a Monopoly game that dropped. It might have been like the Millennial Edition or something, and it was okay. double on eBay than what it was going for in the stores because it was like there's some controversy around it, and people oh, okay. showed pictures of people going to like Walmart and stacking their carts with like a pallet full of them, like, like 30 or 40 of them. <laughs> to flip them so you go to walmart to try to buy one that's on there because somebody walked in and punched them. so target started putting the hammer down and saying like it's like a five or six or something i can't even exactly remember but on certain items that are considered hot or um in demand they're, they're restricting at least in my area they are so right. again, what i try to do is re retail arbitrage is look at some clearance stuff if possible 
Uh, mm-hmm. You do have 30 days to return. So if it doesn't sell in 30 days, you can always return the item. Oh, that's that's a good – hey, that's a good tip, actually. Yeah. As you have the red card, I think it's longer. It's like maybe 90 days, so you can get it on there for a little bit. But as far oh. as these toys go, I will look at some of these toys in the catalog, and when I go to Target, I will get some pricing on them, and I will see how what their stock quantity is and how fast they're flying off the shelf. Are there is there six there today, and I go back tomorrow, and there's none left? Then I got right. to have something because I might just buy it at full price and check the comps on eBay and see if they're going higher. Right, right. I, yeah, because it's also for Amazon sellers, they yeah. do the same thing. So, and I know that now, like, the big thing that's happening is actually just going on the computer and buying your stuff and not actually going to the stores anymore, just having it sent to your house, which mm-hmm. for me, that's the kind of bandwidth that I have. I just do not have time to be going store to store. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. my day is just. Man, I don't know. I mean, I, more power to the people who can source like every week. I just can't do it. I just, I, no, oof. Spent. Do you know what I mean? Like, I have a, oof, I can't no. do it. And, and, I do know, a lot of, I do a lot of sourcing online though. So I get a lot of mail, and I'm sure, you know, Jimmy Boy is like, what now? Like, <laughs> well, it's good um, because when you source online, what do you get when it comes Free to Free shipping. Out? You also get supplies. You can reuse the boxes. Oh, well, yes, of course that. But I have enough supplies. Joey, I actually went into my my she shipping shed. Say that five times. <laughs> yeah, because Jimmy doesn't do the shipping. He absolutely refuses to do it. So now I have a she shipping shed. Okay. So I had to go in there, and I am telling you, I am like, wow. Like, I have boxes of Someone should write a song about Robin and her shipping boxes because it's insane. Yeah, well, there you the go. Penis? If anybody somebody that knows how to write a song, we'll use it as a theme song. <laughs> yeah. show, Robin and the shipping boxes. Oh my God, I love shipping so much. <laughs> yeah, in our household, um, we, de- we obviously most couple households that are doing e-com, you deviate or uh, split up the, the workload. So I'm I'm like basically the CEO of the listing department, and nice. my wife is the CEO, head and chief of the uh, shipping department. Nice, yeah, that's me. Like Jimmy and I do really well sourcing, and then I do all the shipping and the listing, and Jimmy does photos. But that's because he also has a full time job. He works for the Department of Corrections, and right now during the holidays, he's working like back to back doubles. Um, so yeah, so. He, I'm slowly but surely, I'm starting to take over the whole photo thing, which is like very stressful. <laughs> well, you know, it's hard, Robin, when the two departments need to work together. And obviously, you know, if you're oh, yeah. a partner who's who's your partner in life, as opposed to like a, you know, a business partner. Like a, yeah, it's right. A bit right. Stressful when your shipping CEO is saying, "Hey, I got nothing to ship because the listing department's sort of lagging a little bit, and you need to up your game." So I get that I get that every so often. I get a swift kick in the butt to list, and then my wife has something to ship because we'll sell something. Nice. <laughs> she's all about it. Oh. She, she's all about it. We we actually like she'll color coordinate our um, uh, shipping. So if it's a blue shirt, it's got the blue um, tissue paper with the blue sticker on it and everything else. So she's she's awesome for that. Nice, nice. Always telling me about the new shipping supplies and the new stickers and labels and everything on eBay. Right, right. She's really I do, I do, man. Yeah, I, on Instagram, I see a lot of the postures. They have really great packaging. They they do such a good job. I, I love looking at it. I, to me, it's like uh, good shipping is like uh, when you get a good dessert 
and it just looks the presentation is amazing yep. so exactly i'll drop all about little, it i'll drop a little nugget on you because this is part of the it's fresh in my head because it was part of what i recorded with griff today yeah uh, i mentioned that two things ship i've talked about this in the past so shipping for me is like ship things the way you wish to receive them right that's the golden rule of shipping so if you want to receive an item a certain way, make sure you ship it that way. Think about you in mind how you want to receive an item when you ship it, right? Right. The other thing I mentioned was when the buyer is getting that item, yeah, they saw it, they saw your picture, they saw your description, they sent you payment, but your real first impression is that box in the mail, and when right. they, that's the first time they're actually holding that item in your in their hand. That's the first impression you're making with them. So if you sloppily send something. They're not going to be your customer for life. You set, you pack something like it's the Mona Lisa, which is my go-to reference. Man, you got a customer for life because they know right. that you care of something in the shipping, regardless of what it is. It could be, you know, this coffee cup or you know, a thousand-dollar vase. It doesn't matter. Right. You should take that same um, mentality, right? And you're good to go, man. Right, right. I mean, I get it. Like, if you're sending out 30 to 40, you know, packages a day, I do understand the efficiency. And this is why I think it's important that you have a good inventory system. And this is why in my business, I do poly bags, like I do the clear poly bags so I can pull. It's like grocery shopping. I just pull my stuff. Mm -hmm. um, and then, you know, things go into pretty poly bags. You know, it's easy. It's clean. It's good to go. But when it's a little higher item, like the sports jackets or hard goods or breakables, um, I always, I just add a little more, you know, special to it just so that they really know that I really did try to make it so that, that whatever was breakable was going to come to them with as much care as, as I could do. So, right. and, exactly. and I, and I also like a really good challenge. Like, I mean, I've seen some, uh, you know, uh, some packages, you know, or items that were going out and I was thinking like, Ooh, I wonder how they're going to do that. Like, it's always fun to watch like the process because mm. I learn, I mean, how to send a lamp base. I mean, that's not as easy as you think because the lamp bases are pretty heavy. So, I mean, I've learned yeah. quite a few tricks from, you know, Instagram people. So, anyway. Yeah. But, yeah, yeah. so I'm yeah. so glad everybody listened to the show, the the, e -com, the eBay, you know, uh, podcast because that was really fun to do. And I was if very honored to be asked. Yeah, if you haven't listened yet, there will be a link below in the description to go listen to Robin talk about shipping her vase cross country. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was – whoo. That took me a minute. <laughs> Pam, at but least once I know it, you know. Yeah, Pam, at least your husband, even though he hates shipping, at least oh. he's taking the packages for you to the post office. He's involved somehow. So that's exactly. Good. That's yeah. good. He's, so he's the CEO of the actual delivery department. So you got him, like, you know, making sure those things get on time there. To the post right, office. exactly. Yeah, your job. See, if you do your job well. <laughs> but, man, oh, man. Hmm, that's funny. <laughs> so let's get into now that yes, we're 45, let's do it. 45 minutes into our topic. Let's get into our topic. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's, we'll do it. I mean, it all comes in together sooner or later. Yeah. Future of e-com trends. Yeah. So I will start. So, okay. So this is the first one I saw when I was doing my research. So Google is becoming an online marketplace like facebook google is now becoming yes so i i that's awesome because 
if you optimize your photographs and your listings and it goes on to Google with Pinterest and everything else, obviously people can shop through Google. Do you know what I mean? Like I just, I love that whole, how everything comes full circle that way. So you never know, maybe something will come through. I mean, I don't even know, like I, I'd have to look it up more. I mean, does Google actually have a marketplace right now? Like, do you have, like you could list something on Google? I, I don't know. Do you guys know? You know, in my little notes here, there was something about Google. And yeah. I'm going mm -hmm. to find it while we're talking, but it was interesting that you say that because I was reading an article where it said at least this year alone, 72% of people, their first stop when they go to buy something online is Amazon. Yes. Well, that's something where I was reading that Amazon is regardless if you like it or not, they're going to be like the number one e-com like it, it, they're they just like they're kind of taking over everything between food and fast fashion and handcrafted and I mean it's yeah and they've got drone delivery happening now that's supposed to be rolling out 2020 so oh, crazy and then on the same idea of the marketplace Google marketplace was I and we all kind of know this because I I think you've done it too Joey but customers are shopping through social media so. Uh, for like example, my friend Katie over at Katie and Vicky on mm -hmm. YouTube, she just started to revamp her Instagram and she's had a couple solds now through her IG. So, you know, which is kind of cool because now it's another platform for her and um, I'm, the fees are a little different, obviously. Um, so it's always a good thing, especially because she has a very niche or niche mm -hmm. uh she does streetwear, a lot of vintage um, men's clothing. So I think once you get that going on your IG um, or anything on social media, you will begin to know, you know, people will start coming to you looking for you on their Instagram. See, ooh, wonder what Katie's got on her IG today. So it's kind of quick and easy and another way to sell your item. Like, that's awesome. Nice. Yeah. They were saying on, on the little notes they have here under Google, you can actually list your products on Google by creating a Google merchant account. Ooh, see? Okay. So maybe another thing that we can add to what is it, Joey? Like 172 yeah. platforms that they are out there now? A, they consider that a micro market. So those are the trends that are coming yeah. up. Yeah. Those are things like Facebook Marketplace, Instagram paid ads, those kind of things. And then this Google, uh, having a merchant account on Google and being able to list your stuff on there that's cool I th yeah. I'm all about it I'm all about it I'm all about it exactly and then uh, something that I find a lot that I shop like this for because uh, I have a lot of uh, girlfriends who I shop for especially in my tiki group is customizable products are becoming a big hit so things that you can get customized and like I'm, I'm doing something now with a friend who is also selling her stuff through IG but she's also customizing a shirt for me um, you know, for, I can't say who, <laughs> but it's awesome. I mean, but, but it's, I, I'm finding more customizable merchants, I guess mm -hmm. is that how you say it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Sellers. So I'm all about it. So I, I, I was nice to read that that's actually starting to grow. So like we're at like, I think they're at 40 something percent and now they're thinking it's going to be like 57 to 61% by 2020. Exactly. So that's kind of cool. Pick their own item out, and they can pick their color and design, or design color style. You see that on a lot of shirt places, like Cafe Press or something. When there's a lot of merch accounts, oh yeah, you can Good pick point. the same design and color. You get the design, but I can get a blue shirt, ringer, tee. I can get it in a white. 
baseball tee. I can get it in a sweatshirt. Right. I can get the item I want. If you're getting the item you want, there's less chance that the customer is going to be dissatisfied and return it because right, right, right. So, that was right. What else? Um, you got? Let's, let's see. Um, well, the also we're you know talking about managed payments on eBay and also Etsy and other platforms. It seems like uh, the bigger the product, so the more expensive. Uh, by 2020, they're allowing flexible payments so that you don't have to pay all of it at one time. It's kind of like when you go to QVC or HSN and you do the flex pay there. So you like have four to five flex pays and it comes out of your PayPal or your bank um, once a month. So it's kind of a way of being able to buy whatever you need to buy right then and there and then pay over it slowly so you don't see a big chunk coming out of your bank. Yeah. So I kind of like that. Like, so if you're buying a computer, like I need to here pretty soon, I'm hoping that it doesn't hit me right in the back of my wallet. <laughs> budget. <laughs> the what? The budget for it. Right, right. Well, I, I am. I am. And we also have a connection there. We have Miss, you know, Angie over in uh, Lathrop that does her thing. So real quick, um, getting back to the thing, Noxie wants to know, how do you sell on Instagram? And it's a good question. The, the ways I know to sell on Instagram is one, linking your Facebook account to your Instagram, having a, either a business account on your Instagram page and being able to link items from your Facebook marketplace store to your Instagram store. And then people can click mm -hmm. on it and buy it through that. You can put a customizable link on there. So if you have a, a Shopify account or another account or eBay page, it'll take them right to that item to buy it. The other way people do it is they throw up an item and a price and just ask people to direct message them. And then right, and I think that's how a lot of people are doing it on IG. Yeah, a lot of it's just direct messaging and send me your PayPal, and, you know, here's my info, here's the price, and it's out the door. Right, and they, they include the shipping or yeah. whatever. Yeah, whatever they work out in the direct messages with them. Again, with that situation, it's sort of like Instagram's not really known for that, so you are taking a risk as far as um, there's no seller protections or buyer protections in that regard. I mean, Correct. you probably know something the person wants to return it, you can just say, screw you and whatever and get a bad you know comment or whatever and bad reputation but it really works for people who are store specific or have a niche niche specific and that's all they post on that one page and they, right. and they have a good following right and and then they build up their trust and so amongst that community yeah then they're known as a trusted seller and then it just becomes you know yeah because trust yeah. me on social media if you are a bad seller you're uh, I'm almost sure that we all know who they are. <laughs> yeah, we have an idea who the sellers are. Boy, oh boy. <laughs> Joey's not getting enough sleep because he's doing too many side oh, hustles. All that, huh? <laughs> the other thing, the way to so, get sold real quick, and I'll jump on this, is influencer marketing. So if you're going to do some marketing oh. on IG, it's finding an influencer. So that might be somebody, not necessarily a celebrity. I was actually reading that 20 to 30% of customers like to buy products from non-celebrity uh, bloggers, the non-influencers. Right. So you're not going on there and finding, you know, the the Kanye West to support your item. <laughs> He's not going to do it. But if you find somebody with maybe fifteen to twenty thousand followers who's in your community of stuff that you buy, so right? Like Robin, I'm going to throw stuff out there. You 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 sell in the Tiki community. I'm sure there's designers or mug designers or restaurant owners or somebody who have a decent following in that niche that if you right. reach out to them, either they would or know, may know somebody who will like blast your item or comment on yes. your item. Your item. Yes. 
and that gets you credibility in that marketplace and somebody might come to you to buy something because you found you know an influencer in that market so it's not all right. about hitting the the you know the the four million, ten million, fifty million follower people. It's about hitting the five to ten thousand follower people who are actually following that person because they want to follow that person, and right. that niche that you're looking to sell. So that's another thing that's going to be pretty popular coming forward is is look for that right. promotional sort of uh, aspect with influencers. Yes. Yes, yes. Okay, and the other thing that I wanted to tap into, because this is something that's just starting to take off, and I think we're at, the percentage was at 31%, and they're saying that it's going to be close to 50% by next year, or 2020, is companies and consumers are becoming more environmentally mindsetted. So meaning that they're buying things that now are helping the environment, um, or recycled, or upcycled. So um, I kind of do the same thing, you know, let's talk about in California, I don't know about anybody else, but in California, straws um, have been a big issue here. So a lot of our straws in the pubs and restaurants are either rice made, so they're, or paper, so they're biodegradable. And now what's happening with it, even in my tiki world, we've become uh, so, it's so part of our nature, second nature now, that we have these little containers that have these foldable silicon or silicone, silicon, silicone uh, straws, or the metal ones with the little silicon tips to them. Mm. So, yeah, so I know that, you know, uh, for last Christmas, I bought all, all my girlfriends, you know, straws because I thought, oh, those are really pretty and cute and uh, they can put them in their purses. <laughs> so, so, yeah, that's how I shop now. And then, of course, I'm a thrifting girl, so everything I wear from head to toe, except for my eyeglasses and my makeup, makeup, um, is upcycled. Like all my clothes, my car, my dog, even my husband is upcycled. <laughs> and all my friends, all my friends are upcycled and thrifting gals and guys. So I just live a thrifty life. <laughs> So the other other things to get, um, they were talking about, there's two. One, I really don't see eBay being able to do. Uh, I do see some of the other marketplaces doing. It's just, I think it's really possible with eBay is the uh, the try and buy feature. That's been really popular lately. There's actually companies that build their whole model around it, like Stitch Fix, for example. Oh, yeah. You a design, somebody sends you something and you got a couple of days to try something out and then you can send it back or you can buy it or whatever. So you have that, once it's on you, the, the, the thought is you'll see it on you, you see how it looks good on you and you're not going to send it back, you're going to buy it at that point. But right. I, I can't see eBay doing that because a lot of people complain about people renting their clothes now anyway. Right. I was just going to say it kind of has kind of a double-edged sword, doesn't it? Yeah. Because that type of company is teaching our buyers that they can go to eBay, buy our clothes, try them on and send it back. Right. Um, but again, so it's, maybe, sort of, you know. it's sort of the same thing we used to do a few years ago where if you wanted to buy a television, you walked into a big box like Best Buy, looked at it right. on the wall, and got on your phone and went on Amazon and ordered it because it was cheaper. But you saw it. You got right. to see it on the wall what it looked like because it's a big purchase. You want to do that. So that's what right. you do. So what they're starting to do now with some of those things is, besides the try and buy feature, is uh, augmented reality. On uh, Right, right. The- Ooh, talk about that for a minute. That's really cool. Item and place it into your room as what it would look like on the wall or a lot of furniture companies will do that or oh i just saw that on wayfair they do that on the commercial yeah 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 okay yes sorry uh, so 
furniture companies will do it, and even some real estate places. Like if you're going to rent the, an apartment, you can customize oh. it. Chair here. I could put a couch there. I could put my TV here. Oh yeah, all my furniture will fit. I like this place. I'm going to rent there. I'm going to buy it or whatever. So, augmented reality is one of those things that's coming. We actually saw part of it. I don't know when it's releasing on eBay, but part of it at a meetup about a year, I want to say about a year ago, where they were showing the item on a table and they would right. use augmented reality AR tool that they had built in to kind of show what size box that would fit for shipping. Right. So they already have some of the technology there on eBay to do it. Also, they do it with the um, the photo match. So if you take a picture of your shoes, right. take that tool and show you all the other black stiletto shoes or black cowboy boots or whatever that match the one you want to buy. So they have that right. tool there that you can kind of see, see what it's going to look like in the room, see what it's going to look like to ship, but they can, you know, they can customize and tweak it a little bit, I think, on eBay side to do that and get that going. Because right. again, consumers want to see what they're buying. A picture is good, but a picture doesn't really right. do it. How, right. many, how many times have you ordered something and it was like a knickknack and you got, man, that's a lot bigger than I thought. Or man, that's really, that's a lot smaller than I look in the picture. Right. Yeah, like, <laughs> and I've done that. I mean, yeah. that whole idea of like uh, buying stuff from my tiki bar and I'm thinking it's one size and it comes and it's like this big. Yeah. And you're like, Wh what? But again, it just shows as a buyer, we don't read very well. Like we just see the picture and we got to go. And I think that's why it's important that, I don't know, some of these companies allow us to do the like, especially the Wayfair thing where you can put the table in your room and right. see like, so it's gonna I think like. it's rad. Then yes. You, then once you see it, we have that connection as a human. Like we saw it. We like it. We need it. Right. We have to buy it. Oh, now. well. It fits. I don't want to try another one. I like the one that's there. Right. Right. So and then it. you're and you have the uh, I call it the Costco thing like if you see it in Costco you have to buy it right then because if you come back next week it's not there so we kind of yeah. have that FOMO like it has to happen right now like <laughs> yeah, it's either it's not where it's either sold out or they moved it to another part of the store and you can't find it because exactly Costco does that every night I, I learned that they move the entire store every night or mostly every night so if you come back it's a whole new shopping experience for you so you have you see things on the shelf you didn't see before so you overbuy right right yeah. Right. Or that from a how... they told us that. I was like, why do you change right. Well, and talking about the whole mobile thing. So that's another thing. The statistic there is mobile matters mm -hmm. uh, even more than before. Come 2020 mobile, it like you're, everybody is going to be doing a lot more business on their mobile. So we're going to go from like 57% to almost 71%. But eBay is already at like 72% mobile. Like, I think, isn't it? Like, what, what was this? It was way over, one of those... it was close to or over 50% when I heard the stat a yeah, while yeah. ago. It's definitely gone so up. So it's definitely, it's not going to go down. It's just going to go up. And now that the phones are getting like super duper brainy, like, mm -hmm. we're just going to have like, oh my gosh, we're just, yeah. Um, oh, let's I, see. I got two more for you if you're ready. Oh, yeah, go, go, jump in. All right. So these are kind of eBay specific. One we used to be able to do, but it's kind of hard to do now, and one we could possibly do soon. Uh, the one that we used to be able to do was video. So video, mm. if you're and video of your item is is actually an increasing trend. In okay, the so they're saying that market. that they're they're the video of your item is starting to be an uptrend. It's actually considered the tenth most necessary ecom trend is video marketing. Oh. So, so if we can't put it in our listing. Mm -hmm. a box 
then you need to put that music box video on every other platform that you have on social media, playing that music box, linking back to your listing as marketing for your item. So if you can't well, put, it, sense. put it on your Instagram, put it on your Facebook page, put it in your Facebook, put, make a YouTube video of it. I know we can just work around so you can put the YouTube video into the listing and it'll link back, back to YouTube. But my problem with that is essentially, I'm looking at your item, Robin, you have a YouTube link in there for a, a singing tiki mug. I don't know if those exist, but it takes uh, me not yet, but maybe <laughs> yeah, it takes me to YouTube and I watch it on YouTube and then I go back to eBay and I forget which listing I saw it in, but I, right. I what sound it plays and what it looks like. And I just buy the cheapest one. I don't buy yours because there's no right. direct link back and forth anymore that eBay used to do. So I was talking to my wife and I said, why doesn't eBay and I'll throw it out there for the eBay people that are listening. We have 12 photos that we're allowed to do uh, max in our listings. I'm fine with 12. But maybe right. have a spot where we can do one 15-second clip that's optimized in the app. We have to upload it in the app or shoot it through the app that's optimized for eBay. I don't mind paying. I'll throw it out there, too. I don't mind paying 15, 10, 15 cents for that option to have it optimized in my listing, a video of my item playing. So, therefore, Amazon does it all the time. You can go to items on Amazon. They got full ads, right. commercial videos, re video reviews of the items on there for stuff. Yeah. I like you know, if you're going to buy an expensive item for me to make sound, I want you to hear the sound. That's yeah, gonna, that's no, no, and and lights too. If it has lights and stuff yeah. like that, yeah, yeah. I, didn't but didn't we? I mean, I mean, the only reason I'm giving you that kind of face, like, did, I think they talked about that. Wasn't that something that was coming down the pipe? Like they were trying to figure out how to not have a third party, like not have YouTube. Right, because that's where most people were doing it. Right, was YouTube yeah, and they would and just put the HTML into the body of the description. You used to be able to yeah. put it right in the right in the description, but then they did the way with the uh, the content, right. whatever it was. Yeah, so it was links out of it, but you have to do this workaround to do it. It's kind of a kind yeah. of a pain. So use video mm. use video tools if you can on all your items to get it out there. The other thing that's important, and this definitely directs to eBay, and this was actually the number two. No, number three item, voice okay. search, voice search optimization. Ooh, yeah, that's my so favorite. Invention of Alexa, Google Assistant, Siri, Bob down the street, whatever whatever these companies come out with, right? <laughs> right. You can search and buy using your voice. So what what they're saying here is when you're doing your when you're doing your listings, mm -hmm. be mindful of the search engine optimization part of it. So what I mean by that is as humans, when we're typing, I'll type red sofa in my search, but I'm not right. typing red sofa for my living room or red sofa for my den or red sofa with this uh, patent leather, you know, finish, whatever. Sure, I, I, sure. But I'll speak that. Right. You tend to speak longer than you type or write. So having search engine optimization for voice means, you know, making sure you have those key words in your title and description so when somebody on google hey alexa uh find me uh a red sofa for my drawing room they'll find yours because you have those words in there rather than just red sofa i don't right. know what a drawing room is that's just the example they gave in the in the article i was reading so focus on long tail keywords that's the point focus on long tail keywords which are most likely searched by people in your listing so if you have space in your title your description especially in your title um, use those long tail keywords if you can 
as long as it describes your item specifically, because those items will then get picked up by Google search, sure. Google, Alexa. I know those items I don't think are tied in directly to eBay. Like you can't go on and say, hey, Alexa, buy something on eBay for me. It's mostly through Amazon or some of those other products places, but I, I suspect that's going to come soon. Right, right. I, yeah, I mean, I, I, I think I love the idea of voice because how many times do we do Google, or at least I do, Surrey. Like, Surrey, look this up. Surrey, look that up. How do you spell this? Like, I mean, I'm doing it all the time. Texting to me is like, oh, my God. I mean, it, it's easier than actually phone calls now. I know I hate to say that, but it makes it so that, you know, because I can talk somebody's ear off. I mean, you know, mm -hmm. I'm such an introvert. Yeah, so. we're going to play a game right now. I'm going to go, hey, Siri. <laughs> Download Ecom 101 podcast on iTunes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, okay. Uh -oh. My iTunes just opened up. <laughs> I know. See, it's sensitive, Joey. Well, that reminds me of a commercial they had a few years ago. I think during the Super Bowl, it was, a, it was a, a Amazon Alexa commercial or Google Home or something like that. And the person in the commercial was saying things, and everybody's Alexa was going off because the guy in the commercial was saying, "Oh, hey, Alexa, order this," and then everybody's I know. Alexa was ordering That's stuff hysterical. from Apple. That's hysterical. That's funny. <laughs> so okay, so I'm going to go back to upcycling and the secondhand market. So basically I've read and the numbers seem to be really good. Um, the rise of the secondhand market, AKA they're renaming it by the way. So everybody get prepared for the new name. It's called Recomerance. So I call it upcycling, but they've called it. Yeah. Re so Recomerance. Okay. Re yes. So that seems to be um, the numbers there seem to go really high too in 2020. So brick and mortars are closing left and right. Fast fashion is starting to take a decline and it's more, and I say fast fashion, not as in uh, upcycle, but more as less buying brand new fast fashion, but more buying upcycled mm. fast fashion. Um, and then for all the Amazon people and maybe even now eBay because they too have fulfillment centers now that's starting that rolled out 2019 is that the fulfillment options are expanding. So I just think that we're all kind of going towards Amazon. <laughs> Again, number one in e-com. So yeah. And then, um, and then again, I can't reiterate it. The explosion of social media conversion in, in e-commerce. So it's going to be happening 2020. You're going to see a lot more companies going, losing their brick and mortar and coming onto social media. And we'll see more content. We'll see more video. And just like Joey said, it'll just get to the point where you'll see a video on IG and then it will lead you to their uh, virtual space where you can purchase stuff. And no longer could, will you find a brick and mortar. So... I gotta give a special shout out to two people in the chat right now. One is Noxie. Oh yeah. Talking to everybody. Thank you for keeping up there. And yeah, she mentions one of the reasons why stage houses sell easier than empty ones is you be able to see where the things are. If you walk into an empty house, you don't know how your furniture is going to fit. But if you see where exactly, the goes, boom, we watch all those shows all the time. It's the same thing with same with Wayfair. And exactly. Back, back from burnout is here. She's commented on a bunch of videos from the past. I think don't don't correct me if I'm wrong, please. From Australia. Maybe or no, maybe New Zealand. New Zealand, somewhere down under, mate. 
I don't know. <laughs> thank, you for, thank you for joining us. I know it's kind of late and early, early, late, whatever time it is, but thanks for joining us. I think it's probably early there, like maybe morning, like she's having her coffee, which is awesome because we're having ours too. <laughs> Third cup today, at least. Oh, Joey, I'm on my fourth. I like, I am there. I am there. I am on it. Hey, when, especially on a yeah. show day, I have to kind of keep my, my, my momentum oh, yeah. up because. See, Robin, see Robin Australia. It, we're, we're oh, good job, Joey. We are international. Good job. Well, I love it because we're an international show. Nice. I love it. I love it. We're live across the world right now. I love it. Uh, and it's 12 p.m. there, Joey, so it's lunchtime. It's Ooh, lunchtime, but it's like lunchtime it. Thursday. Good point. Ooh, it's in the future, Joey. And we were just talking about 2020. Future, How cool is that? Can you tell me what the lottery numbers were last night? I, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. This is a fun I love show. It. Yeah, I love it. You know what I got yesterday? I should have had it for um, last week's show, and I totally missed it. Was these. Uh, Vampire. Oh, the teeth! Yeah, I saw him. Dude, yesterday. I can't even. I can't even talk in those. You didn't buy a whole box of those, did you? Like no. The fidget spinners. Not at all. Oh yeah, Joey. Those, that's such a good look for you. Yeah, like, <laughs> it would have been great, but man, oh man. Okay, and and well, and on the last thing, I just wanted to say. So on the whole thing on the mobile and all of that, I just mm -hmm. wanted to wrap this up. Was that they're saying that for all of us who do ecom, is that our branding. So we need to be really wise about our branding and then make sure that we are digitally cohesive. So meaning that, like Joey was saying about the video, if you have something that plays something, do the video, maybe have a website. I mean, there's just so much to it that if you're going to do, um, maybe start selling on IG and doing it the way that some of the streetwear people do it which is where they'd sell directly off of their IG and then get your feet wet and then branch out to like videos and maybe a website and then eventually that becomes your brick and mortar and I mean I think it just get digital content is going to be really hot 2020 so if you're not if you're not totally computer savvy or social media like if you're not on social media um, I hate to tell you folks but you're gonna have to be because for you to get the good deals and stuff like I it's mobile mobile I mean what what was the numbers like eBay is like 71% or, or 61% now and then 2020 I think the numbers are like at 78% it's gonna be like mobile is gonna be important it's gonna be like everything you can do here between unlocking your door starting your car I, there's so much. I mean, like, mm -hmm. there's so much is happening on your phone. Gosh, if you guys lose your phone, I don't. Oh my gosh. Well, then you can find it, right? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you know, just trace it. Bro. I hope. I mean, like, I don't know, because I was like, uh, you know, uh, Rally Roots, right? Ryan has the um, uh, what's the uh, Tesla, and so he does a lot. He he's able to get on his phone and actually move his car towards him when it's like pouring rain in Florida it's all through his phone and I know my sister has uh you know for her front door she can see who's there what's mm -hmm. happening and she can unlock her door before she gets there yeah I mean next thing you know I'm gonna be able to feed my dog have somebody walk my dog <laughs> it's coming 
You can have things for Amazon. It was an Amazon Home they debuted where you can put this thing on your door and they will like come and like open the door and put the packages inside for you. Oh, how do you feel about that, everybody? Oh, I mean, I love getting packages, but I don't know about letting them in my front door. What do you feel about that, Joey? I know they used to do it. I might be talking out of turn, but I know it's something with their cars, too. You can have them put it in your car for you. I'm going to look this up now because maybe they did away with it because it was just kind of No, I think they're still doing it. I think, you know, I I bet if you lived out in the country or something and I don't know, Joe, you couldn't do that in the inner city because what if somebody was right behind him and, (laughs) you know, knocked him out and then he all of a sudden, you know, your house is getting robbed because you ordered your food or your shampoo that day and he dropped it off. Right. I don't know. Oh, free in-car delivery. Wow, that's crazy. Hey, I do know that in San Francisco, they have a really cool thing, too. You get on your phone, and you can have them come put gas in your car. Yes. Like, how rad is that? I just saw this the other day. I was out. Somebody had it on their gas tank, and I looked it up, and it was crazy. Yes. Yes. Oh, and then there's something I saw. Oh, you guys, listen to this, because, you know, I'm a scrapbooker, crafter. I saw something on QVC or HSN, one of those things. I was flipping late night, you know, doing my research and stuff. They have these, what do you call those? Um, the key, the, um, what do you, you know, like you, you get a business card and it has that little funny square thing on it. What is that called, you guys? The, um, you know, you scan it and it gives you something like a, a coupon or something. What is that called? The QX, the Yeah, the QR code. So this lady created a sticker so that you can create a video so that you can put it in a Christmas card and you actually, so the people that you send the Christmas card to, you scan it and you see their Christmas video. Like, what? It is out of the world. Like, I just thought, oh, because now you don't have to send photos. Like, you don't, so it's rad. It's so rad. If you use uh, Venmo to pay Thanks, Emmy. If you use Venmo to pay somebody, you have a specific QR code that links to your account. So they just use your phone and scan it to make the payment. Right. But yeah, they have it with business cards and stuff too. You can drop a QR code on somewhere or even at a business. Right. And have any site you want it to link to. It's crazy. Right. And it's this. I mean, it's just it's just starting to like blow up. I mean, between yeah. the gas, the dry cleaning, now you can have food like pre-made meals delivered to your house. You oh, you could get what is it? All the Uber Eat places. Well, you you do that, Joey. Yeah. We're used to. I mean, it's just me. Like I don't have to leave my leave my house. I can actually call up a dog walker and just mm-hmm. say, "There's my dog." Exactly. <laughs> it's funny. Christine and I were talking about that the other day. Exactly. Like how people. It's either. People are people are getting lazier, or oh well. There's a marketplace for people being overworked and needing relaxation, or or quote unquote, I'll say lazy. This sense because people, these companies have seen that as a you know they saw that there was an opportunity there for their businesses to branch into a, a niche marketplace and do these on-demand deliveries. So you have Amazon now, get your stuff in two hours, get your food within an hour from any restaurant you want, get your dog walked on demand, get your house cleaned on demand, get your gas on demand, watch your videos in your house on demand. You really only have to leave to go to work and come back. That's pretty right. much it. You don't have to do anything else. You don't have to grocery shop on demand. Anything you need done, it can be done for you. You can bank on demand. Right. You just come home with your check and you scan your check on your app or through PayPal and the mobile payments here and there. You don't have to leave. Yeah, I don't know how I feel about that. I'm kind of like with Alexis, like I don't, I don't want to give up too much of my stuff. You know what I mean? Like, 
But I do understand, like, if you were a mom of three kids, right, and you couldn't do the grocery shopping, like, I totally get that. Or, like, for me, I had that huge situation with a kidney stone, and if I needed a meal to be brought to me, you know, that was easy. But, I mean, to make it kind of your lifestyle, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I can here because of the traffic. I don't want to – I don't want to have to drive to the store now. I'd rather somebody – Right. I get that. But it's when you – the funny times is because I used to do some of this stuff too. You go to somebody's house and you're carrying like five bags of groceries to their door and the person who opens the door is like someone younger than you who's not who's home obviously not working in way better shape than you just standing there like waiting for you to hand their groceries and you're like you could have went to the store yourself. I mean really I mean that is, I'm, I'm well, but again, somebody in a wheelchair or somebody older or whatever. And it's like Yeah. I, I feel when I, those people opened the door, I was like, "Oh, I felt like I did something for you. I helped you out." But then, you, then the, you know, the big strapping guy comes to the door and he's like, hey, "Thank you." And then you look back and they don't tip. And it's like, Dude, at least you can tip. <laughs> Joey, Joey's like, "Rrr." Don't here, you know. Gosh. I know. I get it. I get it. But I mean, I do like the convenience of, for example, like this Christmas, I will not have to hit any of the brick and mortars, not one. And so I've just done all my shopping. Like I just finished my shopping a week ago. So I'm totally prepped. And I can see how like your meals, like, like if you just don't have the bandwidth or for example, I live in Sacramento, but there are people who live in the Bay Area. I mean, who work in the Bay Area and commute every day. Like, I, I don't even know. Like, what? I don't even know how they do that. Like, but they, but they have food delivered to their house, like groceries. Mm-hmm. They're dry cleaning. They get their gas filled at their, you know, at their place of work. So I, I get all of those conveniences. Um, and now I, I source online too. Like, I very rarely source outside the house unless I'm actually meeting up with some friends. By the way, Alexis. We're totally thrifting tomorrow. <laughs> so, yeah. So, anyway, um, I, I was going to say something else, too. There was something on the news, Joey. Like, what did you guys think about this? How do you guys like a five-day, eight-hour work week, or would you rather have a four, ten-hour week? Like, I'm kind of curious because I used to work four tens, and I used to love having the three days off. Now, the three days could be like a Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, or a Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. It's not always a Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Um, right. I liked it. I mean, I don't know about you. Joey, I mean, I work a work 720, so it's basically right now, it's, uh, it's not going to do much, <laughs> much difference. Seven days a week, 20 hours. Well, I'm just thinking, like, if you were working for a company, let's just say, Joey, let's just yeah. pretend – <laughs> no, you're not. <laughs> oh, Jim walked in. He's like, "You're not thrifting tomorrow." <laughs> uh, don't ever spend money, Jimmy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he's, he's. I'm telling you, that dude's on me, man. <laughs> but seriously, Joey, what if, what if you, if you were working for a company, mm-hmm. would you rather work the four tens or the five eights? How about you guys? I, I How think about you guys? Personally, Robin, I would rather go I, – I, it depends on the company, right? So if I'm working four tens, is the company yes. open the other days or is the company yes. closed those days? No, no. It's, it's I, I think people that you may lose out if you have an extra – you know, you expect somebody to maybe close on Sunday or Saturday. But if they're closed on a you know, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and everybody's working Monday through Thursday, there's some business will get left behind because they're – there are less days people are in the there. Right. Like, I, right. Okay. So like, and you're working Wednesday through Sunday 
and we're just kind of right. working that way, then I'm, I'm fine with the four-day four day week. But honestly, do you really think that, like, no business is 24 hours now? Like, I mean, I think the only place that's probably not is in finance. I mean, like, stocks and markets, you know, stock markets close at a certain time on the East Coast. But honestly, you can do your business any – it's 24-7, yeah. right? So, yeah, I work And I know that – Right. I mean, like, I know how the 410 started. It started with, you know, EMS, hospital workers, and law enforcement. It's because the burnout was starting to, I mean, working five days a week, eight-hour shifts, and then sometimes you're working doubles. It's a lot. Yeah. And so I think they decided to hire more people and do less days off. Robin needs to check. Oh, my gosh, the bank of Haas. Like, look at you calling me out, Jimmy Boy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I agree with um, uh, uh, <laughs> here. He's worked for myself for 19 years. So I'm right up there. With Ooh, good job. The extra day off. I'd prefer the extra day off, but I think the only way we're going to get an extra day off is if the government creates an extra day of the week that I don't have to work. Because <laughs> right now, <laughs> I mean, the Beatles, eight days a week. That's the only day I'm getting that extra day off. Is that extra? Is that eighth day? But. Right. Yeah. Well, and with reselling, I don't think, I mean, we're all working kind of seven days a week, right? And having yeah, a couple hours in between Sunday, off. Yeah. 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 So I'm just, I, I'm like, I'm not even, I know that when I worked in the hospital scene, the four tens worked really well for me. Mm -hmm. um, and I'm sure, I'm sure for EMS workers and law enforcement, I don't know. It's it was, one of those things. It was just interesting yeah, yeah. conversation. But again, we talked about it earlier. It's capacity and, and stuff about the burnout, right? right? So if yeah. you have a capacity to work seven days a week, like if I'm going out with my wife on a date, right? right. I'm not looking at my phone twenty. I'm not looking at my phone the entire time. I just have to turn it off or not look at eBay. And if five things sell while we're gone, then I'll just deal with those five things when I get home. I'm not going to worry about being on while I'm out. So there's right. the, we have to decompress. Yes, we're always on, we're always yeah. shopping. The phone can ding at any moment. It can ding during the show, but I'm not going to stop what I'm doing to go grab an item and list it and ship it. I'm going to wait till we're right. done. You know, trying to I'm not multitasking that much. But yeah, I think I think, you know, yeah, and again, uh, for those that work from home, you can never leave your house if you're in that situation. If right. you're just on all the time. So we right. definitely have to schedule in our own off hours and that doesn't include sleeping. You have to schedule in going out. You have to schedule in a movie, schedule in a date, schedule in a time at the bowling alley or whatever you do. Get out there and do right. something. Do your stuff on Sunday nights. You go to your Tiki, your, your Ohana groups. And yeah. stuff. You schedule that stuff in, but you're not sitting there like when you're doing that, worried about is something selling, is something selling. I watch my phone. Yeah, you're working because your, your store's on. It's not closed while you're out, but right, right. Obsessing right. over it. So I think there's that chance that if you're obsessing over it all the time, then you're definitely going to have that burnout and it's going to feel like. I worked 20 yes. hours, 20 hours today, but if you compartmentalize, you write a note, if you write a list and go, okay, from, I'm going to get up at nine, from nine to 10, I'm going to revamp pictures from 10 to 11. I'm going to list three right. things from 11 to 12. I'm going to take lunch from one to two. Right. I'm going to back, you know, and you have your list, like you're actually working, then you, it feels much better. Right. I know. And that's kind of where I, I, so I, I need to like check myself occasionally because sometimes that's where I fall off, right? Like each week, you know, is a, it feels like for me, it's another startup. Like I, and I should probably do some prep like on Sunday to get my week in order. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. I, I listen to a lot of resellers on IG and, and there are some that are just really good about schedules. And so I try to emulate those too, because you know, mm -hmm. a, a good schedule is a good thing because 
if you obviously are going to slow down in the middle of the afternoon, that's probably when I should take my nap. Like, that's probably a good time. <laughs> but I'm more of a night owl. So it's like I do a lot of work at nighttime. I don't know. Anyway. Anyway, anyway. Yeah, so just all good talk, you guys. Yes, totally. This was fun. I love talking about future, future stuff. We chat today, too. I've got some yeah, I loved people. it. It was so much Jordan fun, us. you guys. Those of you guys just joined in or joined in later, um, all the information will be in the description below. But again, um, we have our new Facebook group, Ecom 101 on Facebook. Come on over, join us. Uh, we're going to pop in there a little bit after, I think, maybe. Robin, you want to pop it after? Yeah, yeah, totally. I'll totally. Say hello, join us in the chat over there as well. We're live streaming actually right now here on YouTube and in our Facebook group. So you can watch us in either place. Um, and catch up in either place we prefer on YouTube is great um, because that is where we get our most views and to be helpful to us to go. <laughs> but either way it's fine joining us for the group over there um, it's going to be a lot of coffee talk finance talk and everything else uh, probably up until the first of the year when we're going to start really dropping some knowledge on you guys um, yeah. and get some, some really cool people in there we are going to be mm. dropping videos soon um, non-live videos so you guys can come on and watch it and comment it's great um, we got some special guests coming up I will tease this by saying our first guest is Maria Stylister yeah so she's our, rad our local meetup group and you guys she's got our fashion seller selling on eBay group all over Instagram Facebook everything else dropping some fashion knowledge in part one there is a part two video where she tries to teach me fashion um, doesn't really go too well because I it's well, <laughs> but you'll 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 watch enough fun. So the first episode, uh, she's actually the first member of the Dean's List, which is our um, special sellers that come in and help us out with um, certain right. topics. So if you think you have a skill or a knowledge or a niche you want to pass yeah. along, and you want to be featured on the Dean's List, hit us up. We'll do a yeah, please right. do. Oh my gosh, we're all about it. So make sure you hit the subscribe and notification bell below. Turn on your notifications on your phone so when you drop that, you know to watch it and comment below. Um, so we know that you guys enjoyed it, and we'll, you know, we'll do more of yeah. that. Yeah. Got some heavy hitters coming up soon. I can't really say too much, Robin, mm -mm. but you know what I'm talking about. I know. Don't. Shh. It's gonna be so good. Gonna and a first. Awesome. <laughs> All I can say. So, with that, yeah, I yeah, yeah. Say, thanks for joining us. Come on over to the Facebook page right now, Ecom 101. If you're not in, send an invite right now. Get in. We'll approve you right away so you can join us and have some fun. It's all about coffee, yeah. all about buying and selling, all about finances, all about reseller community and love. So, come on over there, hang out with us. And until then, until next time, uh, class dismissed. Bye, guys. Bye bye.